the heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are really glad to have you with us today, and it, we are already in December. Uh, it, that's pretty amazing, isn't it, Al? We're in December I, already. I can't believe it. It's like just yes, last week it was Thanksgiving or something. Well, now, as old as you are, it probably flies by even faster than it does for me. I'm three days older than you, Sam. Three days. Well, Jesus was raised in three days. Look at all that can happen in that time. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Always go back to the Bible <laughs> when you get in trouble, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's December, and it feels like it today. It was a little chilly today. It was a chilly day, but I, I like chilly days. Yeah. Pretty sun. Yep, good football weather, which it's this time of year. Oh, we're not talking football. Vinny doesn't want to talk football because he's a Giants fan. So we can talk about the Giants because we're not talking football. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he's the Giants fan. I should yeah, have said, the, that. The. said that better. We are not talking about football today. We are talking about authenticity. And uh, I know that you're saying, well, have you guys talked about that before? Yeah. But we're talking about it again, and we're talking about it again because – it's something that people struggle with. Al, it's kind of hard to be authentic sometimes for people, isn't it? Especially this time of year when you're gathering around in large groups and, you know, you start thinking, you start worrying about who you are and how you're going to act and are people going to think I'm crazy or is my, you know, lunatic relative, you know, going to drive me nuts? Do I have to deal with that? You know, it's difficult to put it all together. Now, if you don't have a lunatic relative you probably are the lunatic relative or you've got sam <laughs> <laughs> hey robbie how are you oh it's great to be here yeah we're it's glad a christmas you. season it better is to a be christmas seen season. better to be seen and not viewed so, i could say it's christmas eve 25 times but i'll spare you yeah i, I thank you <laughs> um just uh, 20 now, I guess. Just 20. Yeah, Al made a made a good point. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> Al made a good it, point. It, the it, fact it, that you it, were paying attention is what threw me. It could happen. Yeah, Al made a great point, actually, about, you know, at Christmas time, how hard it is to be authentic, the, the challenges around that time. And, and, Robbie, what are some of the things that do make that a challenge? Al talked a little bit about the family and the big gatherings, but you know, if I ask you what makes it hard to be authentic sometimes at Christmas, how would you answer that? Well, the people that in our families are generally the most that are, you know, the ones that are nearest and dearest to us. But the, the interesting thing about the people that you love the most can also hurt you the worst. Yes. And so a lot of our biggest wounds have come at the hands of our family and to try to find a safe place <laughs> is, is the opportunity there is to, de to develop a pose around your family because if there's some place where you can really get hurt, uh, it's right there. So like Adam, you know, you would think of all the people to pose with, why would he put the fig leaf up with God? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but he was the one that, that he was afraid was going to hurt him. Absolutely. You know, because he was his family. Right. And at that point. Well, I guess he's all of our family. Guys, <laughs> you know, and so is Adam, really. Yeah, the know. whole father. He's like, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> but, uh, but Grandma Eve makes a mean apple pie. <laughs> For me, sometimes that authenticity comes in a couple different ways. You know, uh, you know, let's say you're not having a great Christmas. 
You know, you don't want to be that person to go, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm <laughs> not having a great thing. Oh, woe is me. You know, you don't want to be that person. And then there's sometimes you just don't really want to talk about stuff. And so, you know, it's just easier to say, yeah, you know, things are good. Yeah, because you just don't really want to get into it. So, sometimes family can want to really talk a lot. <laughs> and Especially moms. Yeah. And get into your business. They want to know, oh, so how's this going? <laughs> and their heart's in the right place. It's not that. <laughs> their noses are there too. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just sometimes you just go, you know, I don't, right now I just don't want to have to do that. Don't be nosy. Just yeah. be friendly. You know, you're, you're having a bad time at work and they say, how's work going? You know, I go, yeah. You just kind of say, oh, it's all right. Kind of thing. So you're lying. Um, yeah, that would be being yeah. not yeah. authentic. So less than authentic. There's sin involved. I can see this well, with you. You know, all right is kind of like maybe. It doesn't really say it's which part of the all right that it's on. All right. <laughs> so Vinny, what do you think makes it kind of hard sometimes at Christmas to to be authentic? Well, the first words out of my mouth when my in-laws come over, I say it's great to see you. And, uh, you know, I'm starting. I'm starting off Christmas with a lie. You know, I mean. And uh, then it goes downhill from there on. You know. The second question, how long are you staying? <laughs> <laughs> then, then comes the comments, all I want to see is taillights. That's right. Taillights, Lord. It's, it's hard to miss you if you don't leave. Um, so, Al, you have a clip that I want you to set up. Because really, be, before we go into that, I, I want to ask you guys another question. And then we'll go into the clip so it gives you time to, to think about it. But what... What's it like when you're able to live in an authentic place, right? When you feel like there's no pose really going on, whether that's around a group of people or little points in your life, you know, because it's hard to be that way all the time because society's not that easy to be in sometimes, you know, and sometimes it's using good discretion to not throw everything out there. You know, I don't know that I could be totally authentic with everybody, <laughs> everybody in my life because I don't know that it would go completely well. I was thinking the word anybody. I was just through that. Well, I, I, as you say that, Al, I, I'm Al slash Sam. Either or. Um, yeah. I, I just think one of the neatest things in life is to have a dear friend and you have a real problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got something you're really struggling with. And you desperately need to share this. Of course, you're sharing it with God, hopefully. But to be able to lay that out to somebody that provides for you such a safe place, and you also know that in spite of how bad you may look in the in the story, they're still going to love you, and not you're not going to feel one bit judged. You're going to feel like somebody is really there trying to understand you. And I don't know of a place that's closer to heaven than that than when I failed horribly, but I feel like I have a friend who can listen to where it where it is i am and how i got there and and help me process that without condemnation oh you're welcome i know you <laughs> know you and, and 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 you are that sam and, no, and in fact and you, so are that, sam. And, you and, are that sam you are that sam Vinny as well you know Vinny has been has been yeah. a friend of mine for over 20 years notice i got left out he's been that i i said you second oh. yeah i said sam al you were I actually called Al Samuel. Oh, I thought you said Samuel. Oh, there you, know, you go. He's blending <laughs> together. Well, it's go. It's getting really, really hard in here. I'm just trying to get along. So, Al, yeah. While you're talking, let's talk about something good. The uh, we're really bitey today. Did you notice that? But it's fun. It's today? a Christmas season. It's it's. This is the joy oh, yeah, of being around what, your brothers. This is what makes holidays and friends 
so special. Actually, <laughs> if, if you if you would ever have the opportunity to come to our pre-show or our post-show, you'd find that if you're not used to our group, it kind of sounds a lot like that. You know, and we're yeah, just having yeah, fun, we, and, and we're guys, and that's how guys kind of love on each other a little bit sometimes is just uh, giving each other a hard time. So, Al, what's it feel like when you can let down your guard and really just be authentic around somebody? You're relaxed. I mean, the first thing you, the first thing that I think of is I can be myself. I, you know, there's nothing I have to think about, which is kind of like when talking with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, nothing to think about. Um, I thought it was a lot funnier than it was when it came out. I wasn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's, you look great today, by the way. Thank you. But for me, there's a freedom in it, freedom in your identity that you don't have to worry that, oh, are they going to get on me about this? Or am I going to look stupid in front of the boss? You know, it's difficult. It's difficult to manage yourself in large groups. When you were talking about that friend or the small group of friends that you can just be yourself with, oh, there's just a peace that comes over you. But if you notice, I was in a, a, last week I was in the, one of the Christmas parties and when do people pose the most? When there's a lot of people together, when do they pose the least? When there's less people together. So it's, it's when you're, you're afraid what your identity is in their eyes. You've got to worry about who your identity is in God and in yourself. You know, I, I like to, the times that I've been able to be just completely myself, you use the word freeing. I think what happens for me is that the enemy has no more hold. Yeah. You know, because as long as I'm posing, he has a, a grasp on something there. It, it's almost as if they knew this about me, they would, you know, turn and run or whatever it might be. And, and so when you can find that and you can get that freedom or that, that, that hold is, is broken, there's nothing more refreshing than that. Let's go ahead and get to the clip, and then I'll ask you guys another question. I'm full of questions today. So, Al, tell us a little bit about this clip and, and why it's important that we're using this clip. So, I, I like this movie. Um, Robbie has really brought in a lot of kids' movies, and you really get some good bite with that. And this is a movie about a guy. There's a couple of good points to it, but he's going after her heart. But he's going after her heart on who she really is. Um, this is from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and this is where um, our hero has built this jello uh, castle, um, an orange jello castle for a girl who loves orange jello. And he's going after her heart. And as you get into this, you start to hear why she puts on her pose, that she thought the only way she was ever going to be accepted was in a pose. Let's Let's hear what it sounds like. Jello. Right, right, right. It's a solid, it's a liquid, it's a viscoelastic polymer made of polypeptide chains. Would you eat it? I mean, it tastes good. <laughs> Why do you do that? Do what? Say something super smart and then bail from it. Can you keep a secret? No. But, but, but this time, sure, yeah. Okay, well... It was a really long time ago, but I, too, was a nerd. Two? When I was a little girl, I wore a ponytail, I had glasses, and I was totally obsessed with the science of weather. Other girls wanted a Barbie. I wanted a Doppler Weather Radar 2000 Turbo. 
But all the kids used to taunt me with this lame song. It wasn't even clever. Four eyes, four eyes, you need glasses to see. <laughs> Go on. So I got a new look, gave up the sciencey smart stuff, and I was never made fun of again. And I still need these glasses, but I never wear them. I'll bet you look great with glasses on. Oh, I'm really happy. And on they go. Whoa. What? Nothing. Wait. He's making a scrunchie. It's a jello scrunchie. And now, the reveal. Wow. I mean, you were okay before, but now, you're beautiful. Masculine Journey Radio is listener-supported, and we are very thankful for every dollar. But I wanted to take a moment to share a really easy way that you can support us. If you use Amazon to purchase things, all you need to do is go to smile.amazon.com, which is their charity contribution site, and from there, select Good Heart Ministries to support, and Amazon will donate 5% of your purchase to us. To donate or watch a video on how to do this, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Sam Main here for Mask and Journey Radio Show. Our show often focuses on healing and freedom that's found through walking more intimately with the Father. I know no one wants to see a counselor, but often there are times I find myself stuck and needing a little bit more help. And that's why I turn to my friends at Seasons of the Heart. Kim and Catherine are experienced counselors that help you find healing through the Father. For more information on Seasons of the Heart, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Al, as we left, what was going on in that clip? I mean, it, we didn't even get a chance to debrief on it, so you got to tell me what was going on. Was she pretending? Oh, she was putting on a pose to be cool. Yeah? Yes. She thought to be cool. So she thought, but her real beauty was who she was, and that's what um, our hero was trying to tell her. Yeah, and she'd been believing that that was not the she had to she had to push that down for other people to accept her look a certain way act a certain way and if you notice when she was talking about jello she said oh, and it tastes good so she was playing dumb because she people made her feel stupid for being smart yeah and irony, Robbie, no, the I irony of life i go through that all the time <laughs> I, okay uh, <laughs> so robbie you <laughs> What do you think about that? I know you like that clip quite a bit. I love that clip, you know, because obviously it's really cool when we begin to see the glory of another person and you, that when it shows up and you hadn't seen it before, and then you try to figure out how to call that out. And as I was telling you this week, I, I watched a Christmas movie on Netflix called Pete's Christmas. And it was a kind of a crazy setup about this middle child who had the worst Christmas ever. And believe me, if you watch the movie, which I highly recommend, you'll agree he had the worst Christmas ever. I mean, for goodness sakes, his parents forgot his Christmas present sitting there at the tree. The one was like, didn't you get Pete's present? No, I thought you were going to get Pete's present. <laughs> he has no present. 
And then a bunch of other stuff goes on. He gets blamed for it. It's just, it's, it's like the worst Christmas ever. But the problem is he's got to keep reliving it like Groundhog Day, the movie. And it keeps going on and on and on. And the way he finally decides to take on his problem of the most miserable day ever, which is this Christmas day, is he starts to understand where his brother's glory is or where it is that that what the real kid is underneath and what the pose is. And he starts to call out, you know, what that really is in his brothers and in his grandfather. And as he begins to see them in their true identity, then all of a sudden <laughs> he's having a great time because just like, you know, I forget the name of the guy in cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Do you remember Al? The hero. That's why I called him our hero. Our hero. Okay. The hero in the cloudy of chance. I mean, that girl's having a good time getting to be herself, but he's having a marvelous time getting to see the beauty that now is being revealed. And as as he says in that reveal, when you get to see God's glory come out in another person, especially when it's somebody that you love, then I don't know that gets any better than that. His name was Flint Lockwood, by the way. And Robbie in Flint Lockwood. Flint Lockwood. Oh, good job. In in honor of uh, the movie, Robbie's wearing an orange scrunchie with his ponytail today. (laughs) It looks great, Robbie. It does. It does. Now, guys, we talked a little bit about specifically at Christmas why it's hard sometimes to be authentic, but just in everyday life, what's some of the challenges that people face? Now, from that clip we just listened to, there's a couple things she could have been fighting, but part of it was believing something that wasn't true. Yeah, and so. There's, there's times in our life that the enemies come at us constantly and tries to get us to believe things that aren't true, especially about our identity. And so when he can get us to mask our identity, God's glory's hidden. Yeah, and essentially you become unarmed. Right. Yeah, t- tell us a little bit about that. I was reading this book by William Gurnall called The Christian in Full Armor, and he made this point about the belt of truth that I had never heard made or understood anyway. I was, is it? began to unfold in my mind what he was saying was that if yes the belt of truth is to put on the word of god and and clearly the bible and and that part of the armor is is a big part of it but there's another part of it that comes from having sincerity in heart and actually being truthful in who you are in being in your identity and so when she was in this case not wearing her glasses and not speaking to her actual level of intellect she wasn't being truthful and thus she was unarmed because the people that thought she was a great weather person or whatever didn't really know who she was. So she couldn't really feel the love. Like when she was with Flintlock there, she and being herself, she could feel the love of who she was, which that's real love. Cause now I'm feeling like, wow, they love me, not the pose I'm in. And so like you said earlier, when you were describing I don't feel like Satan has a hold on anything anymore. And then she had let go of that. Then Satan now didn't have a hold on her anywhere. And she was armed with her belt of truth. How cool is that? That, That's absolutely amazing. You know, I think that there's some other things at times that are a challenge. But Vinny, you wanted to add something. Uh, Yeah, I want to get funny. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Let's say Christmas. You know, it's a wonderful time. You're with family and. Everybody's opening up uh, presents, and everybody's saying, oh, ah, that's beautiful. Oh, that's just what I wanted. Oh, thank you, Grandpa. Thank you, Grandma. And, you know, that goes on all day long with all the presents opened up. 
But did you ever go? <laughs> did you ever go the next day to a Macy's, Costco, or something? The longest line is where it says return. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't. They're posing. They. It's beautiful, but it's not really beautiful. I guess I'm the only one that thinks that that's funny. No, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's quite funny. I, I've done it's, that. It's true. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. yeah. Because oh. you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, oh. right? Right. Yeah. 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 It, th- there is a a time for authenticity, and then there's also that time for discretion to kind of play a, a part of that. But sometimes we don't know how to walk that line very well. We'll hide behind discretion and not be authentic when we need to. I want to go ahead and get to a clip, and then we'll come back and talk some more. So, Robbie, why don't you set up this clip? I think it's one that people might know a little bit. Yeah, now we don't do a lot of black and white clips because you can't really get the effect of the black and white yeah. <laughs> when you see the movie. It's just close your eyes. what is a Christmas classic. As you know, Vinny, it was originally black and white. It's a wonderful life, Jimmy Stewart. Right. Absolute classic Christmas story. And I don't know if you've ever thought about that George Bailey is going to get an opportunity to come out of his post. Mm-hmm. An opportunity to see who he really was the whole time and he had totally bought a lie that he was somebody that he wasn't. But when he realized who he was, how much better life was as a result of that, and once he asked God to get his life back, he didn't realize before the life he had, but once he understood what the life was, he was slapping on his belt of truth. Help me, Clarence! Get me back! Get me back! I don't care what happens to me! Get me back to my wife and kids! Help me, Clarence, please! Please! I want to live again! I want to live again! I want to live again! Please, God, let me live again! Hey, George! George! You all right? Hey, what's the matter? Now get out of here, Bert, or I'll hit you again. Get out of here. What the Sam Hill are you yelling for, George? You... George, Bert, do you know me? Know you? <laughs> you kidding? I've been looking all over town trying to find you. I saw your car piled into that tree down there, and I thought maybe you... Hey, your mouth's bleeding. Are you sure you're all right? What you... <laughs> My mouth's bleeding, Bert! My mouth's bleeding! Zuzu pedals. Zuzu... There they are! Bert! What do you know about that? Merry Christmas! Well, Merry Christmas! Merry! Merry! Yay! Yay! Hello, Bedford Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, Bobby Hall! Merry Christmas, you wonderful old building alone! Merry Christmas, Mr. Barley! Happy New Year to you! In jail! Go on home, they're waiting for you! (laughs) So, Al, you wanted to uh, talk about So, if that's authentic for Robbie, it's a little of the crazy side. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Screaming, hello, movie house! Have you, have you listened Hello, to the show? Yeah. Have you listened you to the couple hours before alone, this? You don't see the freedom. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. I was just, um, but just saying hello to buildings <laughs> is not necessarily 
to me, if I'd been George Bailey at that point, I'm pretty yeah, sure I would have been saying hello to no, him. Absolutely, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine, you know, people not knowing you how that that would feel. But the, the common denominator was when they were themselves, there was joy. That's right, for both of them. Aside from that, there was really no peace when they were in their pose. So the question is: sometimes people pose so much, they don't know who they are, mm-hmm. and finding yourself and your identity is critical. It is. It, it, you know, we like to say Adam, you know, why was he posing in front of God? But have we never done that at one point or another? I know that I have. And and I think that even though God sees through it, there's just something in us that tries to want to hide. Sometimes and it's when we want to hide is we got to, as you say, Robbie, you know, lift up the hood and say, what's going on underneath there? Well, the, the, there's two cool things that are here and are available to us. Number one is our own identity, but in the Christmas season, as you're there with your family, one of the the things I've seen from Pete's Christmas is, wow, I wonder if I can spot the true identity, the glory of somebody else, and try to call that out through the, you know, my time with them at this Christmas. Not asking those nosy questions or try to dig deep into authenticity, but simply to see and find a place where they are obviously thriving, where God's gifted them. And see if I can call them back to freedom in that. Absolutely, to be able to give them some freedom for Christmas, yeah. to find more of their identity. I don't know that there'd be a better gift that they could have other than their salvation, obviously. But you know that that would be incredible to see some people start to come back alive that didn't even know that they were on life support. Yeah. yeah. Good, Vinny. For me, it's the end of Christmas. You know, when my in-laws are leaving. <laughs> I, turn, I turn around and I say, I'll see you next year. <laughs> so what's it's glorious. A, yeah, that's it. So, Robbie, you said to watch for somebody's glory, but how do you go about calling that out in somebody? I mean, how do you enter into that if you've never done it? Well, prayer is obviously a big part of that. But as you begin to see them hiding and you go, show me how you do that. And you begin to say, wow. You know, that you are really good. At, if they are, in fact, you're being authentic and you are really good at that. Show me more of that and, and enter into that and, and watch it shine. You know, we, we haven't really done this on the air, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you guys to pray. If you'd pray with us that, Father, we just ask that you'd help us to not hide this Christmas, that you'd help us to understand authenticity and to step into that with our family, with our friends in a way that is pleasing to you, that would show discretion, but also truly who we are, but also help us to call out that glory in others. We can help them find the life that you've been trying to give them in their true identity, which is only found in you. 